Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. Uh, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you watch, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're back, man. I'm uh, trying to be a little proactive. I'm doing this Thursday night, man. I, I don't feel rushed. Uh, sometimes when I do this on Friday mornings, I feel a little rushed. This is This is better. I think this is what I just need to do. Thursday nights, just go ahead and just do the podcast, man. Um, it's been uh, it's starting to warm up. You know, the, the kids are starting to come out more, and uh, I'll just jump into my milestone. For those who don't know, we have an eight-year-old son whose name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, this week, nothing really. You know, just want to discuss his fears, man. He uh, got invited to go play in the water today. Then we're going to have some uh, kids down the street, uh, the slip and slide and sprinkler and stuff. And, you know, he went out with good intentions, man. But uh, it's just the water thing is still pretty tough for him. He's uh, he's very afraid of being splashed in the face. And I, I get it, man. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big water guy. I don't I don't I was never a fan of water parks. I don't, I'm not a pool guy. But, uh, yeah, it's just tough, man, because I want him to have a good time. I want him to enjoy his childhood, and you know, and he does in his own ways. But uh, it's just, it's just tough seeing him not want to really uh, just be hesitant to uh, get wet and play in the sprinklers and stuff. But uh, hey, I, I have to be, be patient. You know, uh, he'll get there, and it's not like he doesn't have fun. He he likes to do what he likes to do. That's just that's like everybody else. We like what we like. We don't like what we don't like. So, and I know a lot of times, man, just the way a lot of us were raised, it's like uh, when you're a kid, you just don't really have the right to either like or dislike anything. And, and I'm not, I'm not blaming my parents or any, anything like that, but uh, that, that's something that's got to change, man. You know, there's definitely a difference between like um, letting your child be themselves. And then when you're letting a, a kid um, run the household. And I think, what a lot of people I don't I don't know if it's a if it's just like a, an American thing or, or if it's just a parent uh, child thing I don't know if this if it's, if this is global if it's generate I don't know but it, 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 some people treat it like it's a like it's a fight between you and them all the time like like you, you can never give up anything that means that you're lost you know you, you can't you can't cop out to anything. You know, you, you you can't bow to anything. You you can't lose the argument. You always have to be right, and I I, I think that's bad, man. I, I I think we're learning as people. You know, as you get older, man, you realize your parents aren't perfect. You know, and when you learn that, when you get into your twenties, and some people, man, their lives are way more real than mine. They find out at a very young age, like, oh, my dad ain't shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying about that. I'm not saying that about mine because that is far from the truth. But uh, for some people, man, or in a lot of a lot of people, the curtain is pulled back uh, fairly, fairly early. You know, for for me, it's just find out. You, you know, your dad's not invincible. He doesn't have all the answers, and it, it's it's so crushing. You know, to find out that your dad is human, that your mom isn't right all the time. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm going into this like, hey, man, I'm just a guy. We we just had you. I don't know everything. Uh, you, you're probably smarter than me, in some cases, and I need to learn to listen. So, um, yeah, man, 
it's just uh, it's it's tough. But like I said, we all have to learn that everybody is just different, and I know we we all want the best for our kids, and we feel. Like, especially if we enjoyed our childhood, we we had moments that we really enjoyed and moments that we cherish. We want those same uh, memories for our kids as well. And um, it's not going to look the same. That's what we have to tell ourselves. It's not going to look the same. You know, we don't sit down and, and have dinner at the table every night like we did when I was a kid. I mean, we got the TV trays. We sit on the couch and watch TV, man. And we uh, we laugh at shows. But, you know, back in the day, sat at the kitchen table and yelled at each other. <laughs> that's what we did, man. But, um, yeah, so that's the milestone, man. He's just, he's afraid of water still. He will get in the pool, man, but the face thing, it is, it just, I, I just really feel like it really just hinders him from having a good time, that fear of getting his face wet. But I tell him, man, I, I totally get it. That's one of the biggest things they do in Navy SEAL training, man. They spray you in the face because they know human beings do not like that shit. So if there are if there are grown ass men who think they're uh tough enough for Navy SEAL training and too much water in the face, you know, it's too cold, they can't hack it. Why am I gonna yell at my eight-year-old son who doesn't like being splashed in the face, man? You know, this dude's who trained for that shit for years, and it's just something about that water where they're like, you know what? I just can't do this. So I'm not going to yell at my eight-year-old son, man, you know. And I have to say, man, there's there's that old part of me that's just like, God, stop being so scary, man, and just do it. But I have to fight that down and go, that's not right. He'll do it on he'll do it on his on his own time, on his own timeline. You know, and I know the, the thing is, man, I know there are gonna be times where I'm going to have to push him where he's not gonna have to have a choice. And I want to save that for those instances where I'm like, look, you don't have a choice. I know you don't like it. I know this is uncomfortable. You don't, this isn't fun for you, but we have to do it. I'm going to save those for the moments that we, um, that we need those and um, just expose them to different things, you know, and, and typically with him, man, eventually he gets out there, you know, he see, he see, he'll see a bunch of kids doing stuff and he won't go out there immediately. He'll kind of like, you know, stand around the side, you know, make some comments and slowly, but surely, Funny thing about him, and then I'll move on, is like uh, he'll see a bunch of kids doing something. And like I was going to say, he'll kind of look on, see what's going on, kind of figure out for himself. And the moment they all move on to something else, that's when he'll go over. But while everybody is watching or doing it, typically he won't. He'll wait till everybody leaves. He has his own. He can do it on his own timeline. He doesn't have eyes on him. I I, I understand that because sometimes just you feel that pressure to perform, you know, and we look at kids' lives and we go, what are you worried about? Like, why are you embarrassed over this? But you got to remember, like, climbing monkey bars and, and doing wheelies. and Like, that's their life. Like, that's the most important thing to them, being good at a video game or being the fastest kid on the block or whatever that, that thing is. That's real. You know, we can look at that and go, man, that ain't shit, man. But we're doing the same thing, too. It's just like your neighbor gets a new car and you got to get a car. You know, or you see somebody, uh, they got a new deck or they're getting their portrait done and they, they're they getting the house pressure washed. And you're like, oh, shit, I got to reseal my driveway. So that's why I need to, you know, just relax, just chill out, try not to be so hard on myself and not be hard on him. It's just like, hey, he'll get there. So 
With that being said, man, I had a great weekend. Um, great weekend, fantastic weekend. Uh, I went up to DC. It's been a while. This is the first time I performed in DC and over in, in DC proper in over a year. And uh, my boy Winston lives up there. My boys uh Alex Castain, Jamal Russell, Jay Agbon, and um Dom Grayer. They all live up oh, actually now Dom lives in Virginia, but he um he he put the sh one of the shows on that I did. So Friday. After I did my podcast, I hop in the old Prius and I head up to DC. It's about a two-hour drive. Uh, not a bad drive at all, man. I get up to Arlington, uh, see Winston and his girlfriend, drop my stuff off, and I call an Uber and I take an Uber to the train station. Uh, what, where did I go? The Boston stop in in Arlington, Virginia. Get in, get on on Bar Barlington. <laughs> get on in Boston. Uh, switch at the Metro Center. I think no, it was a different. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I love taking this. I love taking uh, subways. I love taking trains, man. So uh, I take a train all the way to uh, Mount Pleasant in D.C., man. Walking around town. Uh, it's and it's just I, I love D.C. D.C. is one of my favorite cities. Uh, just the diversity there, just knowing what goes on in D.C. Uh, it's just I love the energy there, man. You got some of the like most badass secret motherfuckers that live there. You got CIA agents. You got Navy SEALs. You got special. For I, I love that shit, man. You got, I mean, there's shady shit going on in D.C. Like, whenever I'm in a park in D.C., I'm always like, is this some weird, like, uh, CIA tradecraft shit going on? Like, is that is that uh, is that trash can even real? Like, who are these two dudes out here talking? Do they work for the CIA? Are they part of uh, NG? Like, I, I think about all, all that shit when I'm in D.C., man. I, I think there's always a conspiracy going on in D.C. And this is before all this bullshit even happened, man. I just think a lot of cool shit happens in D.C. And me being prior military and intel, man, it gives you a little bit of insight. And you go, man, there's probably some wild ass shit going on right here in the opening. You don't even know. That's something that I love about D.C., man. Just the, the, just the, sh the underhanded, wild, crazy shit that's going on. I don't know. It, just, it does something to me, man. Um, it's just, it's just a vibrant city, man. So many different places to eat. It's just a beautiful town, man. Like my boy, Alex, he's what? 22, 23. I know I'm very young, old to be hanging out with some dudes that young, man. But I got to give it up to Alex and those guys, man. They're doing it right. They got a nice spot in a nice part of DC, right? The backyard is dope. They got a cool little basement apartment. It's the street. Three dudes chilling. They got a nice setup. They're doing comedy. They're hitting all the spots. And uh, they put on a hell of a show, man. Hell of a show. But I get I get into town. I see my boys. Paige is there. Alex is there. And uh, when I'm in D.C., man, I like to partake in cannabis because it is recreationally uh, legal there. So we spark up, man. We're having a great time. We're laughing. We got a good sativa going. We go, we go for a walk around the neighborhood. We grab some slices. We're talking. We're, you know, just having a good time. And um, it's showtime. 
people start filing it in, filing in. Uh, and this show I'm doing is called The Heavyweights. It's put on by uh, Dom Grayer, Jay Agbon. And I want to say, I want to say, um, uh, Jamal Russell is involved, but I could be wrong. Uh, for some reason, I think it's just those those three. And um, people are, people are there early. The show is supposed to be at seven thirty. People are there at eight. It's a backyard show. And let me tell you something about these backyard shows. They're not going anywhere. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to keep that backyard because someone is moving into the main floor, um, main part of the house, and I think they get the yard. But uh, that is. A dope setup. They have the nice high fences on the side. It's got a nice garage in the back. So the sound just the sound sounded like you were inside at a club. So the sound wasn't an issue. And that's typically a big thing about outdoor outdoor shows is the sound quality is pretty bad. But the sound was fantastic. People are coming in on time. It's a mixed crowd. You got older, older white. You got some older black people. You got some young black people, young uh, white people. You got some uh, brown people showing up. You had Asian people there. It was dope, man. It was absolutely uh, one of the best nights of comedy I've I've had ever. And what makes these shows so dope, people, is the fact that you can just there's no two item minimum, and you it's DC. So any app you got, they, they deliver everywhere. People are having drinks delivered. People are having food delivered. And it's a dope show. As much as I love working comedy clubs, man, you can't. It's a different experience. That's It's a lot of fun. You can't beat that. As a patron, you can't beat that, man. You get to do an outdoor backyard show. You can smoke weed. And if you want Chick-fil-A, you can just order Chick-fil-A and it'll be there in 15, 20 minutes, man. If you want some margaritas or some beers or whatever, they're going to bring those beers to you. That is hard to beat. It was a beautiful day. I mean, the stars were aligned. The, the weather was perfect. People were great. And it was just a, a great show from top to bottom. We had a fantastic time. And uh, it was just so much fun, man. So much fun. It was just, and it, it felt normal, you know, um, Fully vaxxed, you know, most people are now. It, it it felt good to be back, man. No one was really worried about COVID. It, it was it was great, man. It was uh it was one of the best nights. And then we we I go back to Winston's house, man, and we I stayed the night over there. And we just stayed for a while, man. We're watching comedy, talking shit, man. Just having just having a good old time, man. His girlfriend dog was there. I'm not a big dog guy, man, but I tell you what, I will tell you this, people. I was not a fan of Bevers. It's like a, a, I think it's a Rottweiler wiener mixed dog. It's a little brown dog. Little piece of shit. I was not a fan of Bevers, but God damn it. After a day, I got to say, I fucking love Bevers, man. I see why people like dogs. <laughs> I do, man. I really do. It's just we would get home from the show late, and he didn't give a fuck that it was, you know, 11:45 or 12, whatever it was, he was just like, "Oh shit, y'all here? What's up, y'all?" So, <laughs> what's up, fam? So you know, hanging out with Bevers, we're watching movies and shit, having a great time, man. Saturday, get up, uh, Winston and I, we go out and have breakfast. I just get a little parfait. I'm supposed to have lunch with my buddy TJ. Have a great, uh, we have a great like little uh, lunch brunch, whatever you want to call it. Sitting outside in in uh, Northern Virginia. People walking around, the sun is shining, We've got an outdoor table, people are walking by, shades on. It's just, it was great, man. 
it was great just seeing so many people out and just acting normal. So we have lunch. We go back to his place. I get showered. I change. I hop in the Uber, head back into D.C., and I uh, I meet up with my boy T.J. He lives in the in the Navy Yard, which is a very nice part of uh, I want to say is it south southeast D.C. But it's a very nice, very nice area. Uh, pretty gentrified where his, where his lady stays. She lives in this too. She lives in this great building uh, in the Navy Yard. Just real hip. They got music playing in the lobby. You go up, it's all modern looking. The floor is like this, like weird, shiny, like black. I don't even know what kind of material it is, but the it's just a cool spot. You know, her uh, window overlooks downtown southeast. I don't even I don't even know what area if it's the got a downtown, but they're a couple blocks away from where the um from where the uh, nationals play. So you just it's just like it's kind of like a downtown area, metropolitan area. So you're looking down on the street, which I absolutely love. That's one of my favorite things about being in big cities, man, is when you get a hotel room high up and you get to look, look down at all the people and the cars and you can just barely hear the sound. I just I love that bird's eye view of of uh, human beings just just living, man, just doing the thing, looking like little ants and shit. But uh, we had a great time over there, man. We uh, we went up to the roof. They showed me the roof. They got a pool up there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, they have a bunch of seating areas with these nice big plush couches and seats and love seats and just they got a grill area up there where you could uh, you can grill. They got TVs on the wall. Again, the pool, just living it up, man. My, my, I gotta say, man, my, my my boys in DC are living it up. They're doing it well. They're doing it right. I mean, and they're living well, doing comedy. It's 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 just great. I'm just in a good mood, people. It's weird being in a good mood. I feel kind of, I feel weird about it. <laughs> I feel like people hate this. I'm being nice. But, um, so we go to this taco spot, man. We got some great tacos. And uh, I typically don't like to talk to other people, but I hear these two um, guys talking soccer at the table next to us. And they're talking about Pep. He's the Manchester uh, City uh uh, manager, coach, whatever you want to call him. And they were like, oh, he's overrated. And I'm like, I hate to interrupt your conversation, but how is he overrated? Because I'm still new to the sport. So we started talking soccer and all these different players and, you know, the, um, just who was good and and uh, what they think about these different coaches and stuff. We had a great time, man, just talking to people we didn't know um, and just sat outside just watching people. They had a bunch of mojitos. Uh, it was It was fun. So I hang out with them for a while. Then I have a show that Saturday night at the Upper West Side Cafe. And I want to, is it around, is it Georgetown? Was it Georgetown area? I think it was in the Georgetown area. It could be wrong. But that's put on by my buddy Mikey Kurtz. It's a crybaby show. And my buddy Alex English, who's a New York comic. He was just on uh, Michael Che's show that uh, came on HBO Max. Uh, he was just on that in a few episodes. And I believe he is will be in Sam J's new show called pause that is actually coming out um tomorrow on hbo max i think he's in that as well but uh he was headlining um nice place very swanky outdoor on a balcony downtown above a um a fire station which is kind of weird that they picked a fire station to put a comedy show above it but it's just a real nice swanky spot it's set up nice and again, a mixed crowd, all these good-looking people. 
you know, just hot couples. And it was a fun show, man. Winston was on that show as well. Paige was on that show. It's just, it was fun, man. Every all weekend, everybody had great sets. Um, I just got to give a shout out to Jay Agbon and Jamal Russell and Dom Grandham. Those guys, they put on a great show. Mikey Kirst, they put on a great show. And those dudes, man, they have stepped up comedically. You know, but me being kind of an older comic, I would always bust their balls and stuff. But these guys are hitting that five year mark where, like, uh, they're starting to turn the corner. Uh, a lot of them are, are really starting to, to develop a strong uh, 20, 25 minute set. And uh, they're coming. You know, I've been dead at what, 13 years, but uh, I'm at a weird place where I could, I could stall out and those guys could easily catch me within a couple of years. So um, I, I feel the pressure. I feel the pressure from him, Winston, all those dudes, man. They're hungry. And uh, I, I talked to Winston last night, and it actually lit a fire under me, man. He He's gunning, man. Uh, all these young dudes, they're, they're fired up. They've been sitting around for a year, and they're ready to get out there. And uh, so am I. But overall, great weekend. I had so much fun. I got to hang out with my friends. Uh, we just, we got to have a good time. I got to see a lot of people. I got to get on stage in, in my, one of my, if not my most favorite city, uh, in America. And you know what? I finally got to see, I get to see more of DC cause my friends are actually moving in there because I will admit, man, for the longest time, I just did the shows. I really didn't get to see much of DC, but now that they're moving there and they live in different parts of town, people are having, uh, throwing shows in the different parts of town. And I love D.C. That's all I can say, man, is I love D.C. And with that, there's a show. That's a show. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and on um, uh, YouTube at Chris Allen Comedy. I'm out. Peace. Have a good weekend.